Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everybody, and happy Tuesday. If you're listening to this on a Tuesday when we release our new episodes every week, thanks so much for being with me today. Hope you guys are doing really well. Today, we have a really juicy episode for you today. We are talking about sex, but not just sex. We're talking about libido and desire and what that all means. We're even talking about what it means to be aroused because these are all different parts of sexuality. And I think it is such an important topic to have because I know in my experience of coaching women, it is a big topic that comes up and it's a symptom. So many women are experiencing this symptom of low libido. And you know, men experienced it too. It's not just women. And so I know that this is such an important topic to talk about. Sometimes it can seem very taboo to talk about it. Some women feel very uncomfortable or shameful around it. And I just think we really need to shine some light on this topic and really educate you about your libido and about your body and what it means to have desire and arousal. We dive into so much juicy content about hormonal health and testosterone and estrogen and progesterone, your thyroid and different neurotransmitters and how this all plays a role. And we also talk about nutrition and gut health and the importance of this and having a very vivacious libido and to be aroused. So I'm so excited for this topic today. But before we dive in, I want to share a few things with you. I've been getting lots of questions about my mushroom cacao elixir. So you may have seen me share this over on my Insta stories, and I know that they only last for 24 hours. So I think that I will go ahead and record an IGTV video so that this way it just stays up there and you can see what I put into this amazing mushroom cacao elixir that I've been making pretty much daily because I'm pretty much obsessed. So the mushroom, the powder that I've been using in my cacao elixir, and basically what I do is just a brief little overview of what I'm making over here. So I boil some water, throw it into my blender, and then I put in like maybe a tablespoon of cacao powder. Sometimes I use carob so that I switch back and forth between chocolate and carob and not always overdoing it on the chocolate. And then I will also put in a little bit of ghee. I'll add in some cinnamon. Oftentimes I'll add in some cinnamon oil as well as ginger oil and sometimes even cardamom oil, all really amazing for, for inflammation and for supporting blood sugar. And then I'll also put in a little bit of sometimes he woo, which is a it's a powder and it's a adaptive adrenal sort of tonic, a very rejuvenation tonic, which is really great to use. And I'll sweeten it with a little bit of monk fruit. And then I add in a scoop of the Myco 10. So the Myco 10 is basically a powder. It's an immunomodulating mushroom complex and it contains seven immunomodulating mushrooms. And then it's got three whole food antioxidants in there, which is really amazing. And so you guys may have heard me speak about mushrooms before. I love, love, love mushrooms and have been introduced to them 
many, many years ago when I used to work in a health food store and started using medicinal mushrooms like shaga and reishi and maitake. And I've just been a really big fan of them for many, many years. And so I loved seeing this powder blend. It contains a lot of medicinal mushrooms like maitake and lion's mane and turkey tail, agaricus, reishi, chaga, and shiitake. And when I say immunomodulating, basically what I mean by that is that these medicinal mushrooms don't overstimulate the immune system. And especially somebody like myself that has autoimmunity where my immune system is already going a little bit haywire, it's really important to modulate that immune response, which is what mushrooms can do. So I'm a really big fan of it. And I've been putting in a scoop of that into this mushroom cacao elixir that I've been making. And it's so great for your immune system. It's loaded with antioxidants. Mushrooms have this compound called polysaccharides, and they actually help protect cells against oxidative damage that can be caused by, you know, free radicals and different environmental toxins and things like that. So I'm a really big fan of it. It is also really great for supporting your stress and it's got a lot of adaptogenic qualities to it and it's just such good nourishment for the body. So the product again is called Myco10, M-Y-C-O-10. It is from Canprev and I've been using a lot of their products lately and I love, love, love them. They are a Canadian company, super high quality, dairy-free, gluten-free, GMO-free, soy-free, vegan. This product in particular is 100% plant-based and it's certified organic, which is amazing. So I'm a really big fan and I love them. I don't unfortunately have a coupon code for you guys because you can't actually order directly off of their website, but I do want to shed some light on this amazing brand, you can probably head on over to well.ca to order their products or some other online retailers. If you are in Canada, you can pretty much find Canprev at so many different health food stores across Canada. And also check out vitamart.ca. You can also check out, I think, healthyplanet.ca or .com. And healthyplanetcanada.com. That's where you can search for them. And they do ship all over. So you can check out all of these great online retailers if you want to get your hands on the Myco 10. So it's a really great product. And a few weeks ago, I was also sharing about their Adrenal Chill, which I've been using as well and really love that product too. So wanted to shed some light on that. And then I also have been getting questions about Ned. Yes, N-E-D, Ned. If you listened a few weeks back, I interviewed Rhett from Ned and Ned contains, they are a CBD company in the US. They only do ship right now to the US because there's been issues with shipping their products across Canada because they're CBD products. And Ned has a full line of full spectrum hemp products and they are really fantastic. And not only do they have these great CBD products, but they also infuse their CBD oil with some other amazing hormone botanicals and herbs to really support women's cycles and monthly flow. And it's just a really amazing product. So I love them. If you are in the US and you want to try them out, head on over to helloned.com and you can actually use the coupon code healthy hormones for 15% off your first order. So again, I'm sorry that they don't ship to Canada. They used to. That's why I have their products. And I'm really hoping, you know, fingers crossed that at some point they will be able to ship here again. But I'm also 
really doing some research and looking into other Canadian companies that do have some CBD and even not just necessarily Canadian companies, but there are some really great US companies too where they can ship across the border, but HelloNet has just had some issues. And I'm sure it's bound to happen at some point with all these other companies too, and how popular CBD is and with all the shipping. And there's probably going to be quite a few regulations that I would assume would come out around it. So anyhow, I'll keep you posted on other companies that I come across with CBD. And in the meantime, try out HelloNet and let me know what you think. All right. So our guest today Like I said, we're diving into sex and our guest today is Susan Bratton. She is vivacious, full of energy. I loved chatting with her today and I can't remember if she's 60 or almost 60, but let me tell you, like she looks phenomenal and she's so beautiful and I just love the energy that she brought today. So Susan Bratton is an advocate and champion of all who desire passionate intimacy. She is a best-selling author of 30 books and online programs that teach passionate lovemaking, bedroom communication skills, and restorative sexual wellness techniques. She's a frequent daytime television guest and a speaker from the stage and expert on numerous online summits and podcasts just like this. In addition to being a sexpert, helping millions of people through her Better Lover YouTube channel and Instagram platform, she is the CEO of a digital publishing company called Personal Life Media and creator of a next generation line of libido products for people across the gender spectrum called The 20. So let's dive into our episode today and I really hope you enjoy it. Thanks for being with us today. Hello, Susan. Welcome to the podcast. I am so happy to have you here today. Before we dive in, can you share with our audience more about who you are and what you do? Sure. Hello, Samantha. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. We finally did it. I, I think know. I got sick and you got sick and here yes. we are. We've been looking forward to this for months. So yay. And thank you so much for your willingness to bring the discussion of our sexuality into a conversation because of course, hormones are one of those things that are so fundamental to our feelings of libido, desire, and arousal that, you know, it's really one of the main things that drives our sexuality. So we got to take good care of our hormones. So we have great intimacy our whole life. (laughs) Amazing. I love that. And so how did you get into this work in the first place? Well, I was probably about, oh, I would say in my early 40s, and my husband and I had been married for about a decade. Now we're going on 30 years of being married Amazing. pretty soon. Congrats. I think this year's our 27th wedding anniversary. Huge. I know. And we were almost going to get divorced, and we pulled it back from the precipice of disaster by realizing that what had happened for us was that we had become intimately disconnected. And we said, everybody we know is getting divorced. We don't want to ruin our daughter's marriage. Let's work on our sex life. And what had happened, in all honesty, Samantha, was that you know, I, I was never really able to have climaxes from penetration with my husband. And I thought it was me and that there was, you know, I was just one of those women who just couldn't. And after a decade of having sex with my husband and not really having a climax from intercourse, I just don't want to do it anymore. 
And so I pulled away and I would, I would do it because I knew it made him happy. And, you know, it was like one of those things where I was like, I literally felt like, you know how when you're young and you're in school and there's a test coming and you have that like dread hanging over you? For sure. That's how I felt about my sex life. My sex life created dread in my life because I felt like I knew I should do this thing, but I didn't want to. But yet, in the same schizophrenic way, <laughs> I wanted to have a great sex life. Right. I wanted to feel in love. I wanted to feel like I did when I first met my husband, totally turned on by him. And I didn't. And I have come to realize in my wisdom that this is how we almost all feel. Like there's those lucky women, those couple of women who it's easy for them to have orgasms from intercourse. It's, you know, it's like just falling off a log for them, but they are the vast minority and all the rest of us ladies, we're not. And here's the thing about estrogen is that estrogen always feels guilty it takes on all the responsibility. It makes us feel like it's our fault. There's something wrong with us. And in a way, we are living under a model of sexuality that is the masculine model. And I want to right the world by having women understand what the feminine model of arousal and desire and libido are and how those are different and how we support them and why you shouldn't feel guilty or alone or like you can't do it. Because I have learned that orgasm from intercourse and from any kind of stimulation, it's just a learned skill. It's like reading, writing, arithmetic, orgasms. They're all things you learn how to do, except for the lucky few that are math wizards or incredible creative writers or maestros in some way or another. There There are orgasmic maestros who it just comes to them naturally. It's their Olympic sport. (laughs) Now I am an Olympic orgasmer (laughs) today, pushing 60. I've had more pleasure or more ability to have the most wonderful experiences in my sex life with my husband. So I'm living proof. And so are the millions of people that I have helped break through that barrier by believing in themselves and having techniques and just what I call myself, you're going to laugh. This is a funny little thing I call myself. I call myself an orgasmonaut (laughs) because what I like to do is I like to go out to the far reaches of space and I like to shine the light on the path for others to follow into their potential. Hey, this is all you need to do. It's not hard. You just were thinking about having it like a man and you need to be thinking about it, having it like a woman. And once women are like, oh my God, I didn't know. This is so great. I did <laughs> right. it. You know, and then the, and then it just builds on itself. And I'll tell you right now that it would be so much to get into having that conversation on this podcast, but what I did was I created a series of videos on my YouTube channel, and it's at betterlover.com. If you just put in betterlover.com to your browser on your phone or whatever, it'll take you right to my YouTube channel, and I have a playlist on my channel called penetration orgasms. And in that playlist, I recorded a series of short videos that tell you everything you need to know 
to experience the most incredible pleasures, to bridge the orgasm gap, to go from not having to having as many and much orgasmic pleasure as you want during intercourse and beyond, of course, because there's lots of ways you can achieve bliss with your body. Okay. So much goodness you just shared right there. Number one, I'm sure the women who are listening right now are typing that into their browser as we speak. Secondly, I want to commend you for doing the work of really rebuilding and reconnecting in your relationship because that is challenging. That's hard work. And I really commend you for that. Where a lot of people would have given up, you pushed forward. And so I really, I really acknowledge you for that. And so when you talk about this intimacy disconnection, like what does that really mean? Well, I think the best thing is that let's go back to hormones. So remember, I was telling you that testosterone is the king, queen, and joker of all the hormones. Yes. Yes. She did say that to me earlier before we were recording. Yeah. I love that. So you know that as women, we have estrogen, testosterone, cortisol, thyroid, melatonin, progesterone, pregnenolone, DHA. All of these things are hormones. We also have neurotransmitters, neurotransmitters, serotonin, dopamine, help me think of what the other ones are, GABA, oxytocin, acetylcholine, all of these different things that you have to think about your sexuality as you are a little animal. You are a little, let's call you a little fuzzy kitty cat. And as this little fuzzy kitty cat, you have all these chemical signaling, all these molecules doing chemical signaling that are dependent upon how much sleep you had, whether you've been exercising, what you've been eating as far as organic leafy green vegetables, high quality fish. So you're getting your fats, your healthy fats for your brain and how much sleep you've had. All of these things are the fundamental things. And then what's going on in your world with regard to toxins? What's your toxic load? And what's going on with your gut microbiome? If poops aren't sliding out of your butt and doing a pirouette in the bowl like a ballerina, if they're not like the greased pig of your universe, I mean, you should literally sit down on your throne and poos should just fly out of your butt like monkeys. And if they are not, I love you it. are stopped up. And if you are stopped up, then you're full of toxins. You got a fatty liver. You got a blood-brain barrier with a bunch of heavy metals in your head. You got all kind of problems. And so that's going to depress your neurotransmitters and your hormone production. So the very, very fundamental thing about having a great sex life at a high libido, because libido is how your body feels. Libido is, I feel great. I have high happiness. I have a lust for life. I feel creative. I'm turned on to the universe. And when you're turned on to the universe, you're turned on for sex. If you don't feel good, you don't have libido. They are two sides of the same coin. So you've got to start with 
Are you moving things through? And one of the things that even those of us who are eating a very healthy diet, we're eating our avocados and our nuts and our fish oils and things, often we're still not getting enough fat. The meats that we eat don't have enough fat in them generally. Women generally are not getting enough fat in their intake. For sure. And so, they're scared of things like chicken thighs with skin on it or yeah. yeah, they're scared of sometimes eating those foods. Yes. So what I do is I recommend, and this is what I do myself, and I call it my skin inspiration protocol because <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but your brain is made of cholesterol and cholesterol is not a fat, it's a wax. That's how come neuroplasticity works because we can remodel our brain because it's a waxy substance. So we need to fuel our brain with fat so that it can get the cholesterol that it needs to, to have the wax full in our head so that we can think and have cognitive function. But the fat also helps the poos slide out of our butt. Right. So you got to give the ballerina her fat. <laughs> so what I like is cod liver oil. And I take the strawberry flavored one I think that is palatable. I take, you know how For there's sure. a teaspoon and there's a tablespoon in your drawer, and then there's the spoons you use to serve your mashed potatoes and your vegetables when <laughs> you have yep. company and you don't eat out of the pot. <laughs> yep. Well, I use the big spoon. Awesome. And I take a big spoon of cod liver oil every morning. I also take vitamin E mixed tocopherols. And also I make my own salad dressing. And I eat a leafy green salad at least five days a week. I focus on an organic salad. And salads, if, if you're eating a salad, but you're eating it with bottled dressing, you're killing yourself. It's full right. of horrible fats, sugars, thickeners, just crap that is gunking up your brain and your body. Yes. And so let me give you a really quick recipe. I can give you a link to my website, but it's so simple. You take a cup of organic avocado oil, a quarter cup of a good vinegar, apple cider, sherry, whatever you like, and a tablespoon of French Dijon mustard. The best. And then you just yep. throw it in a jar, you shake it up, mm -hmm. and you pour it on your salad. You can yep. add anything you want to it. You could add fresh herbs, dried herbs. I like savory or marjoram, but not the both together, one or the other. So you can always keep all of those things in your house because they don't go bad. You keep dried savory, Dijon mustard in your fridge, organic avocado oil, and a good vinegar. And you always have mixing for salad dressing. You can add yes. garlic. Agreed. You could add shallot. I like to chop up a shallot and add them. Alliums are very good for you. I also like to put salt and pepper in mine. I like to use really good quality salt and really good quality pepper. But really, that's all you need. And then you douse your... You just... You could drink it and it would be good <laughs> for you. It's true. Yes. And so once you start taking in all that healthy fat and you're eating your avocado and you're eating your nuts and you're eating some of your fat off your meats and things like that, but you, need, you really need to prime your system. So a lot of people are doing detoxing and liver cleanses and clinoptilolites, you know, like cytodetox and other things like that to get all the detoxing done. But if you're not just starting with the fundamentals, which is putting more fat in your body to get your poops flowing out of your butt, For sure. then you're spending all this money to dump all this stuff in to get it out of you, but you're not getting it out of you. So three liters of water a day. If you have access to an infrared sauna, fabulous. If mm -hmm. not, go sweat. 
when you work out and take your oils. It's like so basic. Your libido will come back. Your hormones will start to come back when you literally just do those things. Amazing. It's just so simple. Your body is just a nice, beautiful system that wants to be healthy. So that's your libido piece. And then there's desire. And desire is really, if you think about it, I want you to imagine that I'm stacking three bricks one on top of the other. I'm stacking them in a little a little pillar. So you've got your libido piece, which is you're taking care of that body of yours. And you're starting to feel more desire because you feel good. Then you've got desire, which is the, the emotional part of you. Have you had religious repression? Have you been sexually abused? Are you angry with your partner? Is there something outside of the bedroom that's pissing you off to the point where you don't want to even be with them? You got to clean that up. How do you feel about yourself? How do you feel about your body? Are you hating on your body or are you realizing that you are just a little imperfect animal and you're always going to have whatever, cellulite, a floppy tummy, droopy boobs, your breasts are this size or that size, your butt is this big or that big. Like in the grand scheme of things, you'll never be more beautiful than you are today. Stop waiting for tomorrow. Enjoy and appreciate your body and get over your bullshit. Sorry for saying that. I love it. No, it's all good. (laughs) Because we manufacture, and here's why, going back to those crazy hormones, estrogen is a worry wart. It's the molecule of worry. Where testosterone is confident, certain. That's why men never ask for directions when they're lost because they think they know where they're going. <laughs> they don't. They don't know where they're going. They're freaking lost. Right. But they won't ask for directions because they have all this confidence that makes them think that they know the answer. Mm-hmm. I admire testosterone. And I actually supplement with bioidentical testosterone because I'm a CEO of my company. I have to take care of many, many people. I'm responsible for a lot of people and their families. And I got to be out there as part of my life as a warrior woman. Yes, I'm a sex expert, but I'm, and I'm a personality and a brand Brand takes care of a lot of people. I'm pulling a big sled. I'm a big husky. <laughs> for sure. Dog. And I need, alpha dog needs her testosterone. So testosterone's confident, but estrogen is worried. Estrogen's all up in its head. Estrogen's looking at its cellulite. Estrogen is critical. Estrogen is finding all the flaws and everything. Estrogen is risk management at its best. And so all those things you're worried about are your brain managing risk because you're an estrogen dominant kitty cat. So when you realize that and you start to look at that and go, oh, okay, I just need to relax. First of all, my partner, especially if they're a male-bodied partner, they look at me and they think I'm beautiful. They're really not very critical of me. They don't see cellulite. Testosterone has rose-colored glasses when it comes to the female (laughs) form. It likes gynoid fat. It likes our love handles. It likes jiggliness. It feels good to them. They don't necessarily... There are some men who prefer a very trim buffed woman, but that is the small minority. Most men just want healthy women, women who are healthy, not overweight, not underweight, not rock hard, not, you know, they're just, they want a happy, healthy woman. So that's desire. Desire is all about 
loving yourself and loving your partner and clearing through anything that has happened to you in the past that is holding you back from the sexual pleasure and connection that is your God-given right in this incarnation on earth in this moment. <laughs> Whatever you believe, right? Whether we we, we just turn into dust or we are re-embodied, it right. doesn't matter. You're here right now. Have fun, girl. Have fun. Love Get it. over yourself. <laughs> Enjoy. Connect. Turn off the lights. Put some lingerie on that tummy pooch. Cope. <laughs> right? You just have to work through your stuff. Yes. So that's desire. And then arousal, this is where we women really get tripped up in our lingerie. Oh, arousal, arousal, arousal. Remember <laughs> earlier, Samantha, when I was talking about the like patriarchal view, the masculine view of sexuality? Mm-hmm. Well, even that is wrong as far as I'm concerned. So let me unpack that a little bit. You know how people say, a man is a light switch and a woman is a fire with regard to her desire and her turn on and her arousal. Like she needs the 20 minutes of warm up, but he's ready to go. Oh, totally. I often joke that men can be like shot in the foot and it doesn't matter. And <laughs> they'll get aroused in a woman, not so much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I think personally, men are shortchanging themselves, but because, you know, they think, oh, look, I've got an erection. It's time to have sex. And they miss a lot of pleasure right? because they go too fast. Because testosterone, you know what testosterone is. This is the sound testosterone makes. Revving the engines. Testosterone is a Maserati. Yeah. But estrogen's a Ferrari. Estrogen takes a long time to warm up. You don't want to gun it. You want to wait until her engine is purring, and then she can totally kick Maserati's butt. She can have way more orgasms than he can. She can go on and on and on and on and on when she gets warmed up. Day three of sex for her is when she gets really going. He's tapped out. You got to have a couple of guys. You need a couple of Maseratis for a Ferrari, right? (laughs) I love it. It takes us a while to get warmed up. And what happens is he's ready to go. And so we think we should be ready to go. And we rush ourselves and we shortchange ourselves and we don't get engorged and fully aroused. And when that happens, we get a little tiny chip on our yoni's shoulder. Hmm. Our yoni, yoni is another word for a woman's urogenital complex, your vulva, what we used to in the old days call our vagina. Vagina, yeah. But we don't call it a vagina anymore because a lot of women feel like, well, that's just the sheath into which the penis fits. And that's not really fully encompassing all of my parts. Right. And so, but vulva sounds like mulva and we don't like that. So what can we call it? <laughs> Right. So, <laughs> so, you know, a lot of women have taken to calling it aryoni, which is a Sanskrit word for the woman's genitals, and the lingam, which is also another nice word, is the word for penis. So, aryoni, she just gets a little, she gets her jaw like a little out of joint, or her nose out of joint, or every time you rush her to the point where soon she says, 
I don't even want to have sex because it's not good for me. That's what happened to me after a decade of rushing because I didn't know that my arousal was different than my partner's, my male-bodied partner's arousal. And here's the thing that is the most, if you said, okay, Suze, what's the number one thing you want my listeners to take away from this segment? What's the gem? Not that they all haven't been. (laughs) (laughs) This is a lie. I'm dropping as many gems as I can. You are. You really are. You're on a roll right now. (laughs) But the number one thing I want you to know is that you have as much erectile tissue in your urogenital complex as your male-bodied partner does. Pound for pound, inch for inch, you have a massive amount of buried pleasure. Where you see a penis, 50% of the erectile tissue is sticking out from his abdomen to the tip of his penis. It's his corpus cavernosum, his corpus spongiosum, all that wonderful erectile tissue in those chambers of the penis of your partner that are getting filled up with blood and giving him that lovely erection. 50% of his erectile tissue is inside him. Actually, that little penis looks like a banana. It keeps going inside him and it breaks off into little legs that go down. His penis looks like a little tongue, amazingly enough, if you look at the anatomical drawings. And you have, of course, a clitoris, and that is 5% of it is showing in the little clitoral nub that's showing in your vulva. But you have so much erectile tissue. You've got a clitoral head that you can see part of. You have a clitoral hood. You have a mons venus above there. You have the clitoral legs and arms. The arms are called the crora. The legs are called the vestibular bulbs. They're like big balloons. Those balloons are underneath the fur on each side of the vaginal opening. The little legs or the little arms, I'm sorry, the little cora, they drape around the vaginal opening from the top and they hug the opening of your vagina. You have not a G spot, but a G area, a urethral sponge. It's the same one that's in the bottom of his penis, his corpus spongiosum that wraps all the way down his urethra. All His whole urethral canal is wrapped in sponge so is yours. From your bladder down and out the exit where your pee-pee comes out, above the opening to your vagina, below your clitoris tip, there's your urethral opening. That sponge is around the opening to your urethra, and it goes all the way up inside you along the top of your vagina. It's not a spot. It's like, you know, those pool noodles that kids play with in the, they play with in the pool, the you know, pool, those yeah. long extruded, you know, plasticky things. That's what your urethral sponge looks like that goes up inside you. And you have a perineal sponge, a little puffy little pillow. It almost looks like a little brain. It very much looks like a prostate, interestingly enough, between the bottom of your vaginal canal and your rectum. There's a sponge in there. And of course, there's nerve endings around the anus the perineal area, your labia are loaded with nerve endings, both your inner labia, your labia minora and your labia majora. All that tissue has erectile tissue 
in it that needs to get filled with blood. And it takes a while for men, the blood will rush right into their penis. For us, it does more of a seeping, more of a slow building. And the more that you manipulate it and stimulate it with hands, fingers, toys, lips, tongues, and penises, the more that it plumps up and gets fully engorged or erect or tumescent or swollen. And when you have intercourse without a genital massage or a pleasuring, some stimulation of a toy, if you're holding a toy, a vibrator directly on your clitoral structure, but you're not rubbing it on your mons, rubbing it on your labia, putting it on your perineal area, rubbing it on your urethral sponge, Using your toy to get more blood flow when you're solo pleasuring, the more you get that blood coming into the genital system, in, 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 plump, 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 that expands all of the genital erectile tissue. And then everything that's wrapping all the way around your vagina is all plumped up. And the more erectile tissue and the more engorgement you have, the more surface area you have, which means the more sensation you feel. And then you've got these mechanoreceptors lining the opening, the introital sphincter, which is the opening to your vagina. Those mechanoreceptors love stretching and pushing, which is why a penis feels good when it enters you because it's pushing on those mechanoreceptors. So now you've got all this blood flow. You've got all this sensation and gorgement. That's one of the biggest things that's going to help you cross the orgasm chasm, bridge that orgasm gap between how easy it is for him to have a climax from penetration and maybe how hard it's been for you. He's ready, but don't let him rush you. And a lot of guys, they worry, okay, I've got an, I've got an erection. We've got to use it or lose it because I might right. lose my erection. You need to help your male body partner understand and have the health to be able to become erect, to lose his erection, become erect, loses erection. Because that's how a penis does work. It's not a, oh, he's got an erection. We've got to make make love right now. No, no, no. If that's what he's worried about, then he needs some support on his erectile function, which is good fats, plenty of testosterone, weight-bearing muscle, no smoking, eating organic, detoxification, all the things we talked about. Right. Because blood flow. Now, there's another thing too. Do you know I have a line of supplements? No, tell us about them. I will them. send them to you. Oh, amazing. I've developed my own line of supplements because once you hit 40, your hormones start to drop. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 30. Yeah. <laughs> I And I just speaking from personal experience and you know, so many of the women that I coach, it's really like once you start hitting your mid thirties, you start to just experience so many shifts. You do. It is yes. so true, especially after childbirth and you go through all of those crazy changes in your hormones. Yeah. So there's two things. One is blood flow. And by the time you hit your forties and when you get to your sixties, you have half the ability to generate the nitric oxide, which is the gas signaling molecule that sends blood around your body. 
your veins start to lose their suppleness and their tone, their vagal tone and their venous tone, and you can't get the blood to your genitals. That's where men start to see that they're not as hard as they used to be. They're not getting erections at night. And it's the same with women. We have the same amount of tissue as men do. And so we're all worried about men's hard-ons. We need to be worried about our hard-ons. Like, <laughs> right. We got to be watching out for ourselves. Yep. And so I've created a nitric oxide supplement for people who, especially women who are feeling lack of lubrication, vaginal dryness, some laxity, incontinence, because what happens is as our estrogen starts to dip, as our nitric oxide production starts to plummet, if yep. we're not supporting both our hormonal profile as well as our nitric oxide system, we get laxity, pelvic muscular start, musculature starts to get lax. And when our vaginas start losing their tone and their turgidity, which is the erectile function, the blood flow, the t- and the hormones, the tissue gets thin and it recedes, it starts to shrink. And then that makes our vaginas loose. When our male-bodied partners age and their testosterone goes down and they start to have penile atrophy, their penises shrink. So now you've got, he's got a shrunken penis, you've got an atrophied vagina, and now there's all this extra room and you've lost your grip on his penis. You You can't grip like you used to. And so then you have more difficulty achieving climax. You've lost sensation because you've lost blood flow. So you're not getting the erectile tissue lift that you used to from turn on. And so you have to supplement with nitric oxide. So you take your hormones and your nitric oxide supplement. The problem is most nitric oxide supplements are full of GMOs. Mm. They're made from beets that have been, they're they're sugar beets that have been sprayed with chemicals, pesticides. Mm -hmm. And you know what? When you take a supplement that's been made with in fields that have been sprayed by chemicals, those chemicals are not removed in the process. You're taking pesticides. So I made an organic nitric oxide supplement and I made it not from arginine, which is the the pathway uses a chemical called arginine. It's an amino acid. Right. But the problem with arginine is there are a lot of people who have herpes viruses, whether that's herpes HSV-1, HSV-2, they've had chicken pox, they're worried about getting shingles, they have Epstein-Barr. And so arginine exacerbates herpes viruses. Right. And so people say, well, take lysine. Well, I don't want to take another supplement. I want to take the minimal amount of supplements that have the maximal amount of effect. Right. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the things I take for the rest of my life are a daily multivitamin mineral because of the micronutrients and the minerals that I need, like boron, which detaches your bound hormones from the protein molecule and lets it become free hormones your body can use, right? You need simple things like boron, selenium, enough vitamin D, which is a fat actually. Absolutely. So your fish oils, your vitamin minerals, I believe in iodine for your thyroid. So iodine and for escaping breast cancer. So I like iodine and nitric oxide supplements. Those are like the five, like turmeric's nice to add. If you're working on other things, those are good to add. For sure. That's your your foundation stool that you're sitting your health and not only your health, but your longevity on. Longevity is important. What you want to do is you want to push your morbidity 
out as far as possible, whatever's going to kill you. So whether that's your atherosclerosis, which if you take your healthy fats, you won't get. If you keep your blood sugars stable, you're not going to get your diabetes, right? You can live a nice, ripe, long age. If you get your healthy fats, chances are you can skirt Alzheimer's and dementia. These are the three big killers. Cancer, right? If you keep your iodine in your system and you're, you're taking all these good things, you're eating your plants, you're not eating a lot of sugars, which feed the cancers and things like that. So going back to nitric oxide, I made a nitric oxide supplement for men and women. And what I like to say, people across the gender spectrum, and I made it out of organic watermelon, which is citrulline, which is your body converts into arginine, but it doesn't affect the herpetic issue. And I made it with spinach, which is nitrates, which your stomach turns into nitrites. And then your salivary system pumps that through your system. So you have lots of nitric oxide, vasodilating your blood vessels, which means you're getting brain to your brain, to your heart, to all of your parts. And so I have studied libido like a fiend for going on 15 years. And it is clear to me that taking a nitric oxide supplement for both parties, not just men. And if your guy's using Viagra, the nitric oxide supplement will mean he probably has to take less than he did. And maybe none if he gets his nitric oxide levels back up again. My husband does not need to take Viagra, but he takes nitric oxide every day. And that's great every system in his body, you would not believe the beneficial effects of having a high topped off nitric oxide system. By the way, interesting to know that most of our exogenous outside of our body, nitric oxide comes from eating leafy green vegetables. That salad with my salad dressing that I want you to eat, kale, arugula, lettuces, cabbages, obviously beets. I like to take an organic beet and dice it in little, little tiny bites and just toss it in my salad. I'm getting that nitric oxide right in. But here's the interesting thing. Chewing the vegetables, right? There's bacteria in the crypts in your tongue that break the nitrates from the leafy green vegetables and the beetroot and things like that into nitrates that go down into your stomach. And then your stomach acid turns the nitrate, the nitrites into the nitric oxide that your salivary system recycles. And so every time you swallow, it pumps it into your salivary system. And then every time you swallow your spit, your spit is putting nitric oxide into your system. So your blood vessels can dilate and send blood to your stomach to digest your lunch, blood to your brain to write that report, blood to your genitals to have hot orgasmic sex. (laughs) Amazing. It's so cool. Don't you freaking love the body? I love it. It's so fascinating. And it's just also so amazing what food can do for us. And I love that you are touching on that. And I love that you're even speaking about gut health and the importance of pooping and, you know, (laughs) topics that aren't often discussed when it comes to, you know, libido and desire. So I I really thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. It's so funny, isn't it? That you, you know, here we are talking about sex and I'm saying 
poo. You have to poo, you know, and yep. you have to eat your vegetables. I know. <laughs> it sounds so unexciting, but it's also the foundation of creating all of those amazing hormones. So, so, so I appreciate you, you talking about that. Yeah. So I would love it if you can share some perhaps suggestions or tips for women, and I'm sure men experience this too, but especially women who are struggling to stay present during sex. You know, they, their mind is racing. They're thinking Mm -hmm. of their kids. They're thinking of their to-do list and they just really cannot stay present and connect with their partner. What would you suggest? Yeah. There's a couple of quick and easy things. The first one is I'd recommend that you schedule sex. You will get into feeling like you want it once you get going, but you won't want it initially. You're going to need, and you're going to really need your husband to make you do it. Like basically (laughs) have to say to him, make me have sex with you. Let's schedule a time. I've got it on my calendar, but you have to make me do it. Like you literally have to make me get up off the couch and take my hand and mm-hmm. drag me into the bedroom. You have to be like, baby, tonight we're having sex. Baby, tonight we're, pu- we're putting the kids to bed early. I'm bringing home takeout food and we're getting those kids in the bath, in the bed, and I'm warming up the room. I'm lighting the candles. I'm right. getting the towels out. I'm making up the bed, you know, whatever, drawing you a bath. Like he's got to really help you because you're not in the mood. You're mm-hmm. just, you don't start out turned on and right. expecting you to like, one of the things that guys say to me is, man, she never initiates. And I go, oh, it is not her job, babe. Your <laughs> testosterone, you're the one who is horny all the time. Right. You got to get her in the mood. You got to drag her over the line. Yeah. And so you got to get her there in bed. You got to lie her down. You got to rub her feet. You got to rub her neck. You got to fix whatever hurts before she- It's can- a lot of work. <laughs> It's not work though. It's fun. Yes. And it's connection. You're going to end up having such a good time. And when you acknowledge it, you're like, baby, thank you so much for rubbing my feet. I'm, of starting, course. To, I'm starting to even be able to look at you in the face and remember who you are and remember that I loved you. <laughs> and once a guy knows that it's not about him and it's not rejection, it's just the female human. And then he doesn't take it so personally. And then he's just like, oh, this is my job. Dudes love a freaking job and they want you to tell them that they're doing a great job. They want to be respected and they want to win. That's what you need to do for your husband. You need to be like, babe, you're doing a great job. This is working. I'm starting to kind of become present for the first time all day. You're getting me out of my spinning mind, which is estrogen. Estrogen is just all spun up in its head. Testosterone is full speed ahead, right? So he's got to give you full body touch. Unless you're one of those people who doesn't like it, in which case I say practice because you just need to learn how to appreciate full body touch. Right. And you need to teach your partner how you like to be touched because it changes every day. Mm -hmm. And then I have a free gift for you called the Soulmate Embrace. It's at soulmateembrace.com and it's a hug technique. And on your next date night, download and print this out and read this together, read it to him or have him read it before you have date night and discuss, and then lay down together and have him hold you in this soulmate embrace. Because what happens is guys, because they're so forward momentum, they'll hold us. And as soon as we relax, like, (sighs) they let go. Right. Oh no, no, baby. We need you, you're, he's my snake charmer. He's got to squeeze me like a sea serpent. He's got to pull me in like an eight 
tentacled octopus and squeeze me more. Squeezing is the same as orgasmic contraction. They are a nervous system rebooter. He needs to squeeze and hold and hug the emotions out of you. And during this hug, and he's like, oh, how long is this going to take? It's going to take what it takes. That's how long it's going to take. And you stop rushing yourself right now. Like it has to end with this segment of this podcast (laughs) with Samantha and Susan Right. right now. Slow down, girl. Because mm-hmm. every time you rush yourself, you are putting a little chip on your yoni's shoulder. And pretty soon, you're not going to want any sex. And then you're going to lose your intimacy. Then you're going to get divorced. Then your kids aren't going to have a dad who lives at the house. Then you're going to marry someone else. They're going to do a shitty job. You're going to get another divorce. Like, you do not want that. Right. You need to learn how to have sex. And I'm telling you right now how to have sex. And how to have sex is lie down and teach your partner how to hold you before you start trying to have sex. Because you know how we've been talking about the foundation of libido is nutrition and pooping and gut yep. detox and you know all that stuff. Yep. The foundation of arousal is relaxation. You cannot become aroused until you relax and mm. the hug relaxes you. It binds couples closer together. It is like when you go to get the soulmate embrace, when you go to download it, the tagline is, this is the way I've longed to be held, says every woman ever. <laughs> Pretty I much. I just didn't know what right. you needed till right. you heard this. And that's how everything is. It's out of our awareness until it's in our awareness. For now sure. you know, you're not weird. You're not slow. You're not wrong. You've literally just never gotten what you needed. So... The answer is the soulmate embrace. You start there and what will happen is things will come up for you. And as they come up for you, speak them and let them out. Estrogen needs to use its voice to re-exercise like an exorcism, exorcise the emotion out of the body. And that will dry up. You'll relax some more. Then he'll start rubbing his hands on your back and your hair. And then all of a sudden, your fluids will start to run. You'll start to drool. You might tear up a little bit. Your yoni will start to lubricate. And you'll start to look at him and go, oh, right. He does turn me on. I do like sex. I do love him. Right. Yeah, I want to go. I want him to kiss me now, but I don't want him to stick his tongue in my mouth. I want him to kiss my eyelids, my forehead, my cheeks, my neck my clavicles, right? So what you have to teach your partner is that I always say, think, imagine a bullseye. Are you thinking about a bullseye? Like one of those rings with the concentric circles in it. Okay. So he's used to, and what he wants is for you to touch his penis right away. Right. So he wants to go for your bullseye. He wants to, he grabs your crotch. He's grabbing your boobs because he's trying to get you turned on. Yeah. Because that's what turns him on. He doesn't know that he needs to stroke your hair and kiss your eyelids and hold you and squeeze you and rub your feet and do that stuff. Working from the outside in, that's his target. He's got to start with the outside ring and then go a little closer, maybe touch the breast, but not the nipple, touch the belly and the buns, never touching the yoni until she invites him to. And if you give yourself that time to warm up, and I'm telling you, it's like 15, 20 minutes. And if 15, 20 minutes for you to be able to get in the mood 
as compared to never wanting sex with your partner is a really good investment of time. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So that's a bit about arousal and you'll learn more from, you know, downloading the soulmate embrace. It'll teach you even more things and exactly how to do it. I made it so that it's a checklist for him because dudes, they don't want to read the stories. They want the checklist. Right. Give me straight to the point directions. Yeah. And so it has both in the book. So you can, okay, you'll wonderful. actually read it and get something out of it and not be like, what was this? <laughs> That's great. Okay. So we will be sure to put that in our show notes so everybody can download that. Excellent. And then what about for women? You know, I think about, well, I think about myself, for example, I think about so many of the women that I coach we're entrepreneurs, you know, same with yourself. You have a big business. You're in this masculine energy. You have a team to manage. And then to shift in your day to that feminine energy, you know, I personally have to be very conscious of that. I work at home. I'm in this masculine energy all day. When I see my partner, when I see him pull up into the driveway, if I'm still on my computer, instantly I get this feeling of like, It's just like I already feel disconnected from him because I'm in my masculine energy and my goal is at least 30 minutes to 60 minutes before he comes home. Like I am away from the computer. I am not working. Like I'm I'm taking that time to almost reintegrate into my body and into my life and going to either, you know, I get in the kitchen and or I'm cooking. Like I need to do something to connect to that feminine energy. And so, yeah, I almost dread it when I'm like, oh my God, I know he's coming home. He's about to pull into the driveway. I'm still working. It's not a good feeling. So what are some suggestions you have for women who, especially the entrepreneur, the busy woman, the CEO, and just can't get out of her head and is in her masculine all day, how do you connect to that feminine energy? Well, I think you've already answered that question. You are doing the feminine things that make him feel good. So meeting him at the door, kissing him, right, hugging him, feeding him, scheduling lovemaking dates, trying new things together, telling him what a great job he's doing with things. All that actually puts you yeah. in your feminine. That's because great. that's the polarity that is required. So it's right. not even necessarily about what you can do to be in the feminine. It's almost like you supporting his masculine puts you in the feminine and then everybody wins. Makes sense. Okay. I love that. I You're love doing that. a great job. <laughs> Good. Good to know. Thank you. Yeah. There, I can really feel it like in my body. It is, it's really wild and it's, it really takes time to like connect to myself and reintegrate. And it's something I'm just so conscious of because the last thing I want to do is be working masculine energy all day and then take that into my evening with my time, you know, with my partner. So, yeah. Okay. So good to know. And lastly, I want to just dive into communication and sex because I know so many couples struggle with this and it's often, you know, the elephant in the room. So what are some ways we can really navigate this, you know, especially women need more time and perhaps they're just uncomfortable with telling their partner they need more time and where to be touched. So, you know, where do we start with this? Do we just dive right in and just say what needs to be said? Do we need to be in a therapist's office? You know, what does this look like? Well, I'm really glad we're ending the segment with this because I'm just going to make it so easy. This is like the number one sex technique that I give away of all of the sex techniques that I teach. I give away the most powerful technique 
for free. And it's called the Sexual Soulmate Pact. It's at sexualsoulmatepact.com, P-A-C-T, like an agreement. And rather, because I know we've gone, we've gone fairly long, just go get that ebook because essentially what it does is it teaches you two things. It's an agreement that you strike with your partner that shows you that you're both animals. Remember, we talked about how we're a kitty cat ruled by all of our hormones and our neurotransmitters and our sleep and our eat and our digestion. And so what it does is it acknowledges that we need something different every day and in every moment. And that's always changing for us. We're not steady state. So what worked yesterday or the last time we made love is not what we're going to want in this moment. It teaches us women how to honor our bodies. It teaches us how to the thing women are afraid most about is hurting his ego or having him contract like he's doing it wrong. Right. So there's exactly what you say to him so that he is no longer feeling like it was his fault that he did anything wrong. He actually becomes hungry for your feedback. You love to give it to him. He loves to give it to you. It ignites passionate lovemaking and it's called the sexual soulmate pact. And it is the number one best thing I teach in the universe. Amazing. I love that. Okay. So again, we will be sure to put that into our show notes and thank you so much for being with us today. Where can our audience find you and connect with you? Well, I think if you want to know the personal Susan Bratton, you can follow me on Instagram at Susan Bratton, S-U-S-A-N-B-R-A-T-T-O-N. You can find me on betterlover.com, which is my YouTube channel. If you want the supplements, they're at the Twenty. Dot store. That's a special link that gets you a 25% discount that I give to people on podcasts and when I speak from the stage and things like that. Great. And so that's at T-H-E-2-0, the 20, like the 80-20 rule, the 20% that gets the results, the <laughs> 20 dot store. And it has a special discount for you. Then my core website that has thousands of articles searchable on any topic you could possibly imagine is personallifemedia.com. So those are some great ways to find me and to find out more information. There's so much there from communication techniques to understanding your relationship values to the different types of orgasmic pleasure you can have to sexual regenerative treatments and practices, vaginal restoration, reversing erectile dysfunction, how to have all different kinds of orgasms. I mean, just so much there. I've been doing this for a long time. Amazing. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sharing that all with us and for being with us today today and sharing your amazing knowledge. It was so great to connect with you. Really fun. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today and listening to this amazing episode. You can follow Susan over on Instagram at Susan Bratton, and you can also head on over to betterlover.com and also sexualsoulmatepact.com. So many places that you can connect with her. And even on her website, she mentioned she has numerous blogs and tons of information there. And that is personallifemedia.com. Thanks everyone for tuning in. I so appreciate sharing this information and these messages with you. And I would love to know what you think of today's episode and if it really resonated with you over on Instagram. You can always connect with me there at Holistic Wellness Foodie. Hope you have a fantastic week and I'll chat with you all real soon.